It's Charlie Bud. What is going on? Happy Tuesday to you. Goodness, because it is yeah, Tuesday. And it, it is was indeed. Just Thanksgiving this last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing out a lot of days of the week here right now. On holidays. But, uh, I a, yeah, and holidays and holidays. I had a question for you there. In terms of turkey as a main entree, because I was discussing this with my family, and people were like, I don't like it, but it's tradition, so we go with it. You could substitute turkey for anything. What would you substitute it for? Ham. I ham. like a good turkey ham. Or uh, Thanksgiving ham. Because, like, A, people have ham on Thanksgiving sometimes. We did this year, uh, in addition to a turkey. Um, but it wasn't, like, a huge turkey that takes, like, seven hours to prepare or whatever. It was just, like, you know, you just throw it in the oven for an hour, heat it up, you're good to go. <laughs> that was the kind of turkey we had. Um, but we sometimes have ham, and we've done it multiple times. And so I would replace it with uh, ham for sure. What about you? Okay. I was thinking about this long and hard because my point, my family was, I would go with steak. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of cows would die. But if you did steak, oh, like a good, good little ribeye. You're not too full. You don't have that, like, I got to lay on my side, like, pain. That would be perfect. Yeah. At least you would, I mean, cows versus turkeys. I mean, how often? Like, I feel like people eat cow more throughout the year than, like, people eat turkey. I don't know. Who's to say? True. And you get more, I guess, with a single cow than you do with a a turkey. Like, you take that whole bird. Like, that's all you. Yeah. Turkeys just die. That's so sad. Like, when you think about it, like, who was the person who was like, you know what? We're just going to kill, like, mercilessly just kill the birds for generations. (laughs) Like, yes. Yep. We're just going to slaughter turkeys. (laughs) Yum, yum, and the tum-tum. Even though everybody complains about it, we're just going to keep it going. We're going to just keep going. I mean, there are people out there who I think really like turkey. Yeah, everybody's like a centric cousin Ned or something like that. I mean, yeah, true. I mean, but I do think there are people who just love turkey and, you know, like, who eat it not. I mean, they don't maybe get a full-on freaking turkey every other day, but they, you know, will buy turkey meat or something. Okay, I'm not going to lie, sliced turkey meat, like deli turkey, fire. I would take, that's my primary, like, protein of choice when I'm making a sandwich. So, if we could do that more, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all behind it. <laughs> I kind of like ham on my Sammies, if I had to uh, oh, pick one. See, uh, that's why ham is practical. You can reuse it for multiple days in many ways. I mean, turkey too, but I feel like ham. <laughs> I'm, I'm hopping on your train there, buddy. Yeah. I'm all yeah. about the ham. All about Absolutely. the ham. Create something beautiful and just dive on in. And, <laughs> and, and speaking of creating and diving oh. in. Ah, see what I did there? <laughs> Bonjour, everyone, and welcome to the What You Got podcast, where we talk topics A to Z and everything in between. I'm Jordan Palmer, joined, as always, by the enchanting Charlie Bud. And today we're diving into The Creator, a sci-fi film starring everyone's favorite actor, John david washington i think that surprisingly philosophical and before we venture into the most intimate of details i.e spoiler territory i want to start this episode off by discussing a simpler question finding this movie to stream was rather straightforward but it hasn't been fully released to the public so every site that has it requires you to buy it Mm -hmm. i want to know after watching this charlie was it worth the buy (laughs) so with that what you got (sighs) Well, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again, so there is that 
I, uh, you know, 20 bucks down the drain kind of thing. <laughs> um, did you have to buy it on Apple TV or? So funny story. I swore it was going to be available on Apple TV. I even looked it up on Google, although I will say I didn't actually click on a site. You know how sometimes Google just spits mm-hmm. out like an answer and you're like, oh, I'm going to go with that. I did do the free trial for Apple TV only to find out it wasn't streaming there. So I had to go onto iTunes and buy it. So I now own the creator as well on iTunes. <laughs> I own it on Amazon. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just figured I just missed like $20. It's like the same price as like a movie trip, like a movie theater trip. So, you know, just one down the drain, except I had to watch it on my computer rather than the big screen. So it uh, yeah. just one of those, <laughs> one of those things. Um, but that's it. Yeah, I don't know if I will uh, watch this again. Um, that's uh, I don't know. <laughs> this movie to me felt like it was a little. I don't know if you felt this way. Just kind of like <laughs> like weirdly paced it jumbled it seemed okay um expand on that thought there Charlie. okay so here here's the context for anybody who doesn't really understand like what the creator's about if you didn't see it or anything you're just listening in to determine whether or not you want to watch this movie um basically it's about a war <laughs> it's like a there's a backdrop it's a, it's like a story against the backdrop of a war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence, like general artificial intelligence, not just like AI that, you know, makes bread or something. Um, <laughs> um, it's like, and so in this like conflict, I guess like, I don't know. It's like it's part like the 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 country that the 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 AI robots live in. I guess is like just Asia as a continent. <laughs> I guess it just says they call it New Asia, and then like the United States is like the main antagonizers in this like war because um the this is not really a spoiler because this is all expo dumped in the first. 45 seconds minute of the movie basically humanity just kind of gets to a point where general ai is a huge thing and then somehow some way the robot set off a nuke in los angeles california of all the places it's la it's like an episode of 24 um so um so this spurs a war and like a general hatred against artificial intelligence. Um, but like that's all happens in a minute. And like my biggest problem with that is just like, I'm asking, it's always in the back of my mind. Well, like how did that happen? <clears throat> and it's never explored. It is never ever expounded upon the, the it's unfortunate to me because I think the world that this movie is kind of set in is a lot more interesting than whatever story that they were trying to tell. And like, what really was the story that they were trying to tell? Like, I understand what the story was, but what was the meaning behind it all? I have a few ideas or themes that I definitely like could see in this movie, but like the, my problem was is like the world was a lot more interesting and they like literally didn't have any shed any light on the world that they live in, you know, how we got to this point, 
because um, I don't even know how many how much time has passed in this war because we open up with like another scene which the war is already kind of going on and then that scene then cuts ahead five years again later so like the war has been going on for at least five years but it's clearly kind of implied that it's been going on for a while in the opening scene <laughs> so it's not really sure like how long <laughs> it's going on and I am just confused and like the world again is just i just wish they explored it a little bit more because everything you kind of see in this movie makes you root for the robots like you know like they're the movie opens up kind of painting them as a potential villain of this story but almost immediately you just kind of have sympathy for them and like you don't and like the americans just kind of suck in like pretty much every possible way so like it, it doesn't i'm just I, my mind was like what is happening and that this is just like one example and this is within the first like 10 minutes of the movie where i'm like the jumbled pacing is weird um and we'll get more into it but those are just my initial thoughts as i rambled for like four minutes but like you know i want to hear what uh you have to say about this movie <laughs> oh charlie i had some like i I'm not going to lie. This is actually interesting because I, I kind of enjoyed this film. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. But to your point, because this was my one of my biggest criticisms of the film, the pacing was kind of wild. Like you said, it opens up and it like has the history. It shows us a scene five years later. So we're already kind of like mm. off balance a little bit. And it kind of reminded me of that scene in Rick and Morty in uh, Look Who's Purging Now. When that guy is reading Morty his screenplay, yeah, he's like screen goes black three weeks earlier. <laughs> just like all this like time jumping. <laughs> like okay, like I'm here for it. So I uh, was not a huge fan of that. Also, it felt like there was a lot of rising action, and then we just kind of got to the climax. Like they just kind of put us right there. It felt like the end kind of came a lot. Oh yeah, that. I felt like it was really anticlimactic. Like there was a lot of rising action yeah. and then it just kind of all happens at once and the movie was over. Like the climax and yes. then the movie's done. Yep. Yep. And I was like, uh, what is this dude? Like, honestly, honestly, <laughs> I was feeling, and it's not even like the, like Dune at least kind of felt a little bit more, let's say organic in it, but it's not like Dune is known for its big action sequences or anything. Mm -hmm. It's kind of more about the philosophy. So you know that the, Action is just kind of more as a, a conduit for something greater. It's not necessarily something you need to be hung up on. Mm -hmm. And for this, I felt like it was the action was kind of what was really driving a lot of it. But um, yeah. unfortunately, it seems like that just kind of fell to the wayside uh, towards the end there. And they were just like, let's just here's what we're going for. Get ready. Buckle up. But uh, outside of that, I did really like the world that they built. Um, like you said, it was very interesting in that humans and I guess they're called simulants, the artificial intelligence mm -hmm. are it seemed like everywhere outside of the U.S. coexisting, yep, um, and just living normal lives as I guess. Well, we really only country. saw the U.S. and New Asia, as it's called. True, true, and yeah, I was trying to figure out if New Asia was a specific country or just they just combine countries. And mm -hmm. um, I have my thoughts, but actually, the very first question that came to mind when uh, I was just watching the beginning. And I guess the U.S. more or less declared war on AI was, were you surprised by the reaction of the United States to the bombing 
of LA to just decide and eradicate AI while the rest of the world was like, we're going to try and coexist. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely thought that was pretty on brand for the United States, which is like my question, which is why I was really confused. And like, interesting, like you said, you really liked it. I would probably give this movie like a six and a half out of 10, just to put it out there. Like I like liked it in Thank some you. regards. Like, like I said, I think the world is really interesting. I think a lot of the, and I, and something I wish we got to see more of, um, but like, I don't know, the story just didn't really hit home with me because at the same time, another point with the movie is like, they made me really want to care about the two characters that we were literally introduced to. And they're like playing this super sad music as if like this person is just like like one of the characters dies. I won't say who. Um, and like, they're playing like this super sad music, but I'm like, I just met this character. Like this, this person's been on the screen for like 40 seconds. And now I like, and I know that John David Washington is like one of the main characters. He's supposed to be like super upset and all that. But I'm like, I don't know anything about you, dude. Like I just met this character. Um, dude, okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. And like, so it's, that was- yeah, it's, uh, oh, sorry. Um, I, uh, yeah. So I forget where I was going with this point, but I, um, oh yeah. The American, yeah. The American response is pretty on brand. I did think it was kind of cool that, I mean, it's clear that this movie was trying to like paint the United States, like military response, probably a bad light. And it's probably like a commentary on maybe like, how we responded after 9-11 kind of thing into starting two wars. Um, so, and, you know, killing millions of uh, civilians in kind of the process and like the rise of Islamophobia in the post 9-11 United States. Like I kind of can see that sentiment being like criticized here. However, I don't like, I think that's it's, it's, it's too shallow in in the way that it's portrayed because a it really only focuses on kind of like the military jarheads point point of view and there's like a quick little snippet in the movie where they show that there are like protests in the united states against the war that the united states is waging on like robotic life and ai but like as you but you mentioned that like a lot of the rest of the world's trying to like coexist like i don't know if that's like true in this world like because we don't really see anything about how like how europe responds or like africa or south america is responding to like that nuclear detonation in la it's so centered on these two points of views like which is asia and the united states and all the asia perspective is from like robots it's so it's like doesn't have i don't think a single main character from new asian that isn't a robot other than maybe like a that former u.s soldier okay yeah it's fair it's a fair point it's a fair Mm. point um but so i don't know where i was going with that but you (laughs) i felt it because it reminded me of something else just another criticism like i said pacing was one the relationships between the characters was another like i felt there were some pre-established ones, but there weren't really indicators that I should, I, I didn't really feel like they like knew each other well. Or yeah. As people like the two main characters are building a relationship. 
I mean, you have like a not like a little mon, a little montage, a little travel montage, I guess you could say, where they're kind of bonding and talking about random things. But it's like there weren't really many things that would make me feel like they they would feel compelled to protect each other or be with each other. It just kind of felt like that was a little forced, which also was my criticism of uh, initially John David Washington with um, Maya, uh, his like wife. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This a lot of the character interactions I felt were not organic like i don't think there was any character interaction that really felt like it could be real <laughs> like i don't know if that was me i just kind of all felt a little hollow a lot of the characters didn't have a lot of depth to them in my opinion um like uh maya's character like gemma chan is that how you say her last name chan I thought it was gemma chan oh yeah, yeah gemma sure. gemma chan yeah uh, her character, she's like a headline character. I think she has like five lines in this entire movie. Um, no, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, and I also have criticism of that, but that would be getting into like some spoiler territory. Um, okay. But like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like a lot of the characters were like a lot of the American soldiers were so cartoonishly villainous that it was just like, I couldn't really believe it. Um, it was just unbelievably cartoonish like they were just like i'm just gonna they said like the most cliche things they're like they were doing the most like evil to be evil kind of thing like you know they just like mercilessly kill the ai and like robots and all that um and they're just like don't care um and like alice and janney's character was just like the most ridiculous like just 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 eve like evil but like not in like a compelling way just like uh oh saturday morning cartoon villain kind of way <laughs> they tried to flesh her character out they gave her a little like a little backstory about her her family and whatnot mm. but yeah like i kind of not say but like a throwaway line it was just kind of like a let's put this in here just so we can check the box that there's a reason why she's she's doing all of this yeah so i do i do have to agree with you there and honestly just overall like, without getting into any spoilers, you don't even have to go from, like, the end. You can just give me your first impressions of him from the beginning. Like, how would you describe Joshua, a.k.a. John David Washington, as a protagonist? I'm getting reminded of that um, Red Letter Media clip where, like, and how would you describe, um, like, flying <laughs> oh, on... Amidala, yeah, Prince Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> just, like... Um, <laughs> they're like yeah, describe yeah. Han Solo, and they have like a list of characteristics, <laughs> and they're like describe like Quiet Con Jin. He's stoic. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I'm like getting with Joshua. Like his character, I don't know. He, he to me, he just didn't. Like, I felt like it was kind of all over the place. Like, I don't know. Like, he was on one side, then the next, and then back. And then, like, I'm like, where are we with you? Like, what is your character's motivation? Like, and, like, I think it, like, the clear motivation was finding Maya again. Like, that was the yeah. clear motivation. But, like, his character just wasn't developed, in my opinion. Like, he just kind of was a vehicle to drive a story forward. And he didn't, like, have a character. Do you? Did you? How would you see his character? Well, I, I would agree. Like, Maya was clearly the motivation. And it was 
it was weird because it was it seemed there were like times where it was selective in that Maya is my thing, Maya is my thing, Maya is my thing. Then it's like, oh, and then I'm gonna like prioritize Alfie. Then it's Maya. Then it's Maya. Then it's Maya. And I couldn't really predict that always. And like you said, he flip flops sides, and I couldn't at some point say if he was. I couldn't tell. Like I don't know if at the beginning he was just trying to use people to get mm. to Maya, or if he was genuinely behind it. And I'm um, just kind of. I, I, so that was a problem. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know my feelings on John David. I think he did a great job with Black Klansman. 100%. I would say this was um, like, I think he did the best like with what he had, but I couldn't tell if the fault like lied in him or it was in the right. I want to say the writing. Just I'm going like, to say it's more the story? writing. I don't I don't think yeah. it's him. Because I actually, I like John David Washington. I thought he was fantastic in Black Landsman. I thought that was um, like he was really good in that movie. So like I can clearly see he's got the acting chops. And like, and I don't think he was a I don't think it was a bad performance. I know you don't personally like John David Washington. It's like I don't want to like him. I like like <laughs> I like parts of him. I like him like sometimes. Like in the movie, I'll be like, oh, there you go. That was a great scene. And then I'll be like, JDW, what's going on, yeah. dog? Like, ah, I don't I, know what it is. I, I think he did his best with what he had. It really seemed like the the character just wasn't fleshed out. And but that that would be my criticism for like all of the characters. I don't think any of them were fleshed out. And like Alfie was the most interesting character. Um, and like even Alfie was barely like kind of expanded upon. Like they gave a little bit of a backstory, but like no one really gave the significance of like the technology behind Alfie. And like, there's like some like, Oh my God, it's the best tech I've ever seen. Kind of like literal line from the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and it's, but like, it's nothing, it's not really expanded upon. Like, I don't think the significance of Alfie's existence is really broadcasted enough to like, the viewer and I'm like, yes, I know some people will be like, well, wouldn't that be too on the nose? I don't think so. I think it's just like, there wasn't significance ever shown of like her existence, like other than like potential, uh, you know, super weapon, minor spoiler there. Um, so like, that's kind of really it, but like her character I thought was the most interesting, even though her character is also very one dimensional. And that's kind of like everyone's kind of, that's kind of like everyone's problem is that everyone's pretty, pretty one dimensional. Crazy thing is even with all of that, I still liked it. I'm not going to lie. I woke up. So I watched it. I didn't watch it last night. I watched it this morning at like four 30 in the morning. <laughs> and, um, Oh, yeah, I know. I woke up and I was pissed. I was, like, trying to figure out how to watch it. Mm -hmm. I was like, gosh darn it, John David Washington, I gotta pay $20 to watch you. You better turn in a good performance. <laughs> and, um, like, I, I was at first I was skeptical. I was like, what am I watching? But then I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I can get me. Yeah, no, it took it me, like, like 45 like, uh, minutes for me to, like, kind of, I was like, first 45 minutes was like, when is this over, man? Oh, I was like, yeah. Um, Maybe, like, the main like into the main plot until like probably 45 minutes in it was just still kind of like yeah character which the movie's not even that long because it's only like two hours literally on the dot long so 45 minutes in like you finally get to the story and then it's just over in an hour like <laughs> yeah a little dune ask if you will ask if you will um uh, but yeah no, so i i agree there i mean yeah i mean was, even honestly, like the robots 
and that was my thing. Like, I kind of wanted to ask you some philosophical questions just because you're watching this and there's a group of people who are like, these people, like these robots feel things. And there's a group of people who are like, like literally they all basically, know everybody in the military is like, it's just a robot. doesn't mean anything. What was your opinion as you watched the movie? Did you stay the same in what you thought? Did it evolve? Or I mean, you... like, so pretty much almost off the bat, the the U.S. soldiers are kind of shown to be, like, bad in, like, every way possible, which is, like, kind of a confusing feeling from, a, like, a viewer perspective because you were just, like, shown that the AI potentially set off a nuke. And now you're like, ooh, you know, maybe we should be a little wary. Like, why did that happen is kind of the first thing I had on my mind. And unfortunately, the question is never brought up ever. And it's a kind of just like definitive, like, no, that for sure. Ha- they for sure did that kind of thing. And like, no one questions it. No one like, you know, the the AI robots don't even try to say it wasn't even us like or something like that they just say we just want peace man like well like why did you set a nuke off would be my next question (laughs) literally (laughs) bro we're cool right we're cool (laughs) why y'all coming at us like this goodness because you set a nuke off very good point (laughs) what did you expect to happen um <clears throat> even if like I don't necessarily like agree with the kind of the retaliation, like what did you expect to happen? And like there's no moment that's ever brought up in the story about like the events that led to this moment, which is why I'm like wondering, did this take place like years later? Is this like a twenty-five year long war? Because actually I take that back. They said that that nomad thing took ten years to build. So this war yes. has been going on for at least like ten years. So, like, I don't know how long this war has been going on. So, like, I don't know. It just, maybe it's, like, one of those things where they kind of, like, forget what they're fighting for. And they're just, like, it's just boiled up hatred. But, like, that's not, I don't think, does. I don't think the movie does a good enough job kind of exploring that angle. Which is a cool angle to explore. <clears throat> but I do think this movie was definitely trying to tackle, like, the philosophical question of, like, is general artificial intelligence life? And, like, should you be sympathetic to what are essentially, like, look human, talk human, behave like humans, and, like, have, um, you know, uh, that kind of, like, emotional, you know, underbelly where they just, like, we want to be free. We just don't want to deal with all this, like, war and violence and, like, the slaughter of our people and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> um, so, like, it definitely raises that, tries to raise that question, I think. And, like, the movie does a really good job of, like, steering you, like, to their side because, like, the Americans are so cartoon villainy that, like, how why would you ever root for them? Especially when, like, Joshua, especially when you see the technological gap between, like, the U.S. and, like, the new Asia, you know, what what do they call, like, the artificial, like, um, artificial... Yeah, that's the simulants. Like, it's literally like in Star Wars, like the rebels fighting the Empire with, like, you know, it's what it is. They're, they're, they're fighting with, like, primitive weapons, and the U.S. has all this, like, advanced tech that just, like, crushes them. Um, the one thing that caught me off guard in terms of advanced tech was the ability to, I don't know what the proper word, basically transcribe someone's being into yeah. a ship and then put it into one of the simulants to basically allow them to live. At, I don't know, like if it's 
them them or if it's something else but that yeah. was a weird kind of find that comes maybe like 25 percent of the movie i don't know if that's like a spoiler yeah that was find. weird and like that's a thing that's been explored in like other science fiction uh like media is like the idea that you can like engram your soul into like a like a chip and then like slot it in um to like another body or something like that like altered carbon is yeah, deals with that slow. topic um cyberpunk also deals with that topic so it's not like so i wonder if like they were like we're also going to touch on that and like leave it there they leave they show it in the movie for like 20 seconds and they're like this exists and they don't question the moral quandaries of it like you're just setting like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> this just happens it's just so random to me like i don't know this is why i think the movie was all over the place i felt like it was trying to do too many things and it was crammed into like a two-hour movie that took 45 minutes for the plot to get going um which is a shame because I do think this is an incredibly interesting world that could have been very cool and very good if it just took the time to be fleshed out. I mean, just take Joshua, for example. When we meet his character, he's got like a synthetic arm and leg. Like, we learn nothing about what happened there. And, like, I forgot about that until you just said that. That's crazy. Like, we learn nothing about how he gets that. Like, those are, like, visual character. Like, that tells you something about that character from, like, a visual perspective. But it's never brought up. It's just, like, it's something he has. Like, are we just supposed to kind of, like, take that as, like, despite the hatred towards synthetic AIs or whatever synthetics that, like, humans still augment their bodies, like, with, like, you know, the exact same kind of technology? So, like, you question what is human or not, but, like, it's just... Mm. Ooh, dude, that's a really good... Oh, my gosh, hold up, I'm thinking. I'm, like... So, basically, this movie was broken up into chapters. Like, I think it was, like, four or five of them. And, yeah, I think uh, it was I'm just thinking... three or four. Yeah, something like that. I, I liked that. I liked that component of it. Mm -hmm. But part of me thinks that maybe we could have just made this, like, stretch this whole thing out over the course of, like, three movies or even two movies. Just because or by just the like time, a 10-hour was... limited series. I think it could have been, oh, like, a really good limited God. series if you, like, explore the world. You really go into, like, this topic of artificial intelligence a little bit further discussing life show the united states at home and kind of the civil unrest towards this war you know and like you know the the moral quandaries of seeing artificial intelligence as like life or not and um exploring the cultures of like new asia or other places that live simultaneously it could have been a really good story um Curious, dude yeah I want to, like, ask you a question, but it will, I guess, start getting into spoiler territory. Okay, so well, before we, let's, well, we can uh, move into spoilers yeah, in a second, well, but so, recommend, would you recommend this movie to people? We'll give your closing thoughts before we get into spoilers. Okay, yeah, closing thoughts before we get into spoilers. Um, I would, I had, like, I had a good time. I would. I mean, if, I, like I said, I probably wouldn't give this to, like, the highest brow of my, like, movie-watching friends. But, like, if somebody's just like, oh, I want, like, a sci-fi movie for just, like, a Friday night, yeah, absolutely watch it. Mm -hmm. yeah. How about you? Yeah, I think I'd probably just recommend it to, like, casual moviegoers. Like, if you like sci-fi, 
and like I love sci-fi. Like if you want like a good science, like a semi-decent, good like science fiction action movie, I would recommend it. It's like a nice like Friday night, like just you know throw it on, have a good have a glass of wine and enjoy yourself kind of thing. Um, and I love sci-fi, and I hope they keep making more sci- science fiction. Even if this wasn't like the best science fiction movie there ever was. I'm glad it got made because it is at least unique and like original, you know, and it's not like some part of some giant like science, like, you know, franchise out there. And like, it mm-hmm. seemed like it had a lot of budget in some bigger names. Um, so I mean, I'd recommend it to like just a casual movie base. I wouldn't recommend it to my friends who have like more of a, high morale of, for cinema if you will because um, I don't think they'd like it unless they really wanted to see it I suppose but yeah you got the John David Washington fans out there who are like the John David Washington him. fans <laughs> yeah incredible he was amazing it's his best role his best role is Black Klansman <laughs> still 100%, 100%. still uh, to this day still <laughs> to this day but my question for you I guess now that we're venturing into spoiler territory and this is also why I said maybe if you break it off into different movies, but I love the miniseries idea because what you find is that, um, so Joshua, the main character, mm-hmm. is you start out with him being entrenched, I guess, as a double agent. So he's behind enemy lines. He's with this woman, Maya, who's part of the resistance, or basically she's on the side of the simulants, who they just casually say more or less raised her. So, and she also yeah. reveals very early on that she knew that he had basically been part of the American army trying to stop all of them. And he said he had put it behind like him and lied to her essentially. Like there was so much that I needed to just like have them unpack. Yeah. And just the question, I guess that came to my mind is if somebody literally raised you, like if this is your family, like everything you're doing is for them. Would you even welcome in someone who claims to have been a part of like, you know, the killing of them and just trying to basically stop it? They'd have to really prove themselves to me, like, you know, to swap. Like, I would not, I would, like, see with one eye open kind of thing, you know? Like, I would not trust them immediately. And you're right. There was a lot to unpack about Maya's character. She's not on the screen, but she she has a big shadow over the movie. Um, Maya is also apparently uh the the creator like she is the yep. guy like the the person that they're looking for everyone thinks that it's her father um which i guess is still a character but like the father is dead or like she's just like is armada or something like turns out that she was armada yeah. the whole time like it doesn't it doesn't really make sense i was so confused the math doesn't math in that case yeah, yeah. the math i was like I'm like i had to thought that how did U.S. intelligence drop the ball that much that not only did they not realize that Maya is Armada, but they thought Armada was some guy? Also, homie, like Joshua literally impregnated her. Like, yeah. She went as far to the other side as you could possibly <laughs> go like, in terms of acceptance. Like, goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nirmada. That's, I, I, I just didn't, whatever, I, yeah, like, didn't understand how they could have a relationship. Like, I yeah. didn't couldn't rationalize that one. it just didn't make sense to me that was the weirdest part of the movie and that's like the first moment yep. of that movie and he's like clearly a double agent i'm like dude you are like you have a kid on the way with like the quote-unquote enemy here like that's a dude. 
but he went native and then they, and he's like and he tried to tell her they're not real once again if my whole life has been spent like basically believing these people are real why would i like turn, like that's i can't imagine yeah. what she had to go through but there was so much more to unpack they could not do that successfully in like five to ten minutes of just that uh exposition there it was there was too much there was too much it, it was <laughs> I, my, my mind was having trouble keeping up with what was happening and all these were like reveals i'm yeah. like i'm sorry wait she's narmana back up a sec when when did this happen <laughs> the one we saw for five minutes before that one what i thought i thought alfie the like uh the kid was gonna be so i actually had a theory that alfie was their kid which i also have a question which like i guess the alfie was scanned from the kid but what happened to the kid oh the kid died she didn't she like lost the kid and that's when she went like catatonic oh okay I didn't get, I was like, oh, I, I, was, I was like, I was like, I finished the movie. I'm like, did I just like miss that part? Like what happened to the, <laughs> what happened to the other kid? I looked away for one second. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> no, I was wondering how did like, do the simulants grow up? Like, do they get yeah. older? Cause clearly their kid was like a, was scanned in like the womb. So that little girl was like a little girl. Like how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know what I'm weird. Like in Blade Runner where like a kid synth, replicant like grows up like i don't know like they said like as she grows her power will grow as well like, which okay i'm like so what's her power my other thing. i'm like what exactly is yeah. this technology <laughs> i was like yeah i was like and we can we can do this for a simulant but we can't just use this technology for ourselves to just end all of this yeah and like what it's confusing because I also yeah. get the impression that the simulants looked a lot similar like for example like Ken Watanabe's character, like shows up a Is couple of times. Yeah, it's Haroon. Like his okay. his character shows up. I think I said it. I I don't know if I said his name last name correctly, but <clears throat> um, I apologize. Um, his character shows up like a lot throughout this movie, but he also like dies once or twice. So I'm not sure if it's the same Haroon or if it's just like someone else. Dude, okay, I was gonna say because Homeboy Smooth got shot in the chest, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, well, that's it." But he he breathed out, and I was like, "Okay, I can't tell if he's still in it." Also, I got a little confused. Maybe you can clarify that. I love how we're just like forget about the plot about the movie. We're just <laughs> asking questions. But they said that simulants can't hurt hum like all humans or just Nirmada. I don't, I thought it was all humans. That's what I thought too, but this man Haroon put a bomb right on uh, Allison James. Well, that at that point I figured that they probably did some reprogramming. So. Oh, okay, we got in. I just figured <laughs> that they just did a little reprogramming, and we're like, "Yep, that's just that's just how it is now." Um, nope. Yeah, no, it it was confusing, and I was like, "Well, if they're able to just like I don't know, like if also if the U.S. has the technology to." transfer a dead person's consciousness Break into down, a synth yes. then why couldn't synths just transfer into upgraded versions like uh alfie to have everyone have this ability like if this technology exists then why don't they just upgrade and like i don't know also why did they just put her away like in that protect i mean i guess to keep her safe but like why was she just protected in that like giant thing that we were at in the beginning yeah what's going on there like why are you locked away in like some room in some underground bunker 
Like, what's going on? Like, why were you there? And why was Maya not there? Like, <laughs> also, how does she like know Maya? Because Maya yeah. should have basically been like out of it from the jump. So, yeah. Unless she was born before Maya got out of it, because like I don't know if like that is Alfie supposed to be five? It looks older than five. I thought so, and she was pretty good with like verbal language and understanding and processing. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was trying to figure that one out as well. I think. uh, Okay, so the actor was seven, so maybe I just don't know how old. (laughs) That kid was in like she was in her bag, like. With her acting, she was doing her thing. I mm-hmm. was like, "Great job, child! Great job!" <laughs> but um, as I was gonna say, there's just like a question I had because like we talked a little bit about emotions for these simulants, but there is a plot point where basically I'll just run through the beginning. <laughs> Joshua goes in, um, he sees his like wife and unborn child killed by this giant floating spaceship called Nomad, which apparently is the death machine that kills all simulants all around the world. And um, he's like, he literally saves his buddy Drew just before that happens. He's pulled out for five years. He's just obsessed with his, the loss of his wife. Um, And then he is pulled back into the army after it's revealed to him that there is a video of Maya and some of the replicants that he thought had died. And they're just, walking around doing their thing and he has to kind of find them because there's just that that desire that he can't like uh put he has to do it he has to do it so he's like going through he's going with the army they're trying to find nirmada and they ultimately run across this little girl who is named alpha O, and they just call her alfie and so while i'm giving you a lot of like backstory (laughs) while this is going down they are trying to find maya and Basically, this man, Joshua, goes rogue. He says, forget about the army. I'm not, because they say, bring Alfie in. And he says, I'm not bringing her in. She's going to lead me to Maya. And in doing that, he gets to meet with his friend, Drew. Now, Drew is in this, like, factory building these simulants. And he has, like, a, I don't even know what to call her. Like, an assistant. But he refers to her as Babe. And he is super, like, hurt when she's subsequently killed. Mm. So... I mean, this is maybe a plot point that I would have loved to explore, but people have relationships with these machines is A. And then B, like, is that real love in your opinion? Do you think that she was really capable of that? Or is she just demonstrating what she's programmed to show when she's in love? Your mind is blown. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, like, it's, like a fo- it's like a philosophical question at this point. Like, <clears throat> you got to think that it's, I don't know. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, artificial intelligence, in some regard, is just, you know, very complicated math in programming. And, like, but general AI, which is not something we have in, like, like in our reality. Um, so there's always, like, a lot of philosophical questions. And we're not even close to general AI. Um, so I feel like if you do attain it, though, like... Because, like, what is life really? Like, you know, if you can create something that can, like, think and act on its own accord um, and kind of has its own, like, essentially personality, then I think that is its genuine response just because, like, 
their brain is a computer program. Our brain is what nature's program. Like, you know, it's just kind of how we're coded and, you know, Fair point. Fair point. And I was thinking about that too, because I mean, if you want to say like robots can't feel things, well, they're programmed to have a response. How do we know that that response isn't to them what pain is to us? Like, especially they're like, you shot me in the knee. I mean, I'm inclined to believe them, especially when you had these replicants out here <clears throat> crying and whatnot. That was crazy. But it does also, I guess, kind of build to the bigger point of, and I'll just say this for me, like personally around my apartment, I have named a number of inanimate objects. Uh, like when they do things, I'm like, oh, cool. Like I see you over there doing your thing, Winston, or like whatever it may be. And it seems like a lot of people do Like People name cars, people name ships. And we always have this desire to almost humanize things. Why do you think that is? Because that's kind of what this whole, and this, and Blade Runner 2049, Blade Runner, like, a lot of these movies, these sci-fi ones, come down to humanizing things that aren't inherently human, and it just seems like this natural programming in us to want to do that. I'm not sure why that is the case. Yeah, I don't know why we have a tendency to like humanize uh, like objects. I I don't know. Um, I mean, it's hard for me because I don't tend to do that. I mean, I know a lot of people uh, who do. I'm just weird. I'm not, yeah, no, yeah. no, I know a lot of people who do. I just don't tend to. Um, I mean, like, I mean, so many people do, people do that with their cars and like, you know, people do that like all the time with like nice expensive things. Uh, but I don't know why. And maybe it's because they see value in it in some, in some capacity that they like personalize certain objects. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can explain it a little better than I can. Oh man, I guess uh, I'll use an analogy. It's kind of like, uh, at least for me, <clears throat> in Castaway, when um, Tom Hanks has Wilson the the volleyball. I mean, I, I live alone, uh, so like, there's not a lot of activity or stimulus that's kind of around me at any time. Like, I can turn on the TV, but it's not really anything. So, like, I guess for me, it's just kind of comforting to like have something that's you're familiar with that like has a name. I was just. I was going in this whole philosophical thing at um, my Thanksgiving dinner with like family. And uh, it's interesting. My cousin said that like, if you don't have a name for something, you can't really even conceptualize it. Like we know what a plate is, but it's like, if, you could, if you're just describing it, but you don't give it a name, it's like not the same in your head. Like, and I was like, it's actually a fair point. Like fair. if I like in movies that I don't know the names of, or like just like songs that I have, like maybe a bit of the melody, but I don't have the words. Like I need something hard to like, be able to distinguish that in my mind. So I guess that's what I do just, just for comfort. Like I know my things, my things know me. That's just, even though they're not like real. Yeah. Like, then know. we occupy in the same <laughs> space kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. 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 And, uh, and I think the personalization of things in like those movies you mentioned in, in this one is just because these objects or like they're, they are so real. Like you wouldn't be able to tell that they're, robots like they passed the turing test in a way see what you did there ex machina and group flick yeah yeah although i will say this sorry as a because she just reminded me for some reason throw a lit throw away line again um haroon is once again in this in this the scene and he's talking to joshua and he says that the bombing of la was caused by a human coding era error and nobody talks about that. Basically, it was the... Oh, I don't even remember him saying that. Wow, that's wild. Oh, you missed that. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they just waged war against the. Simulants. I actually kind of remember that now, but like, yeah, that's like that's the one time they kind of like say like it wasn't us, it was you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, so they know that. That means that someone has to know that. Like, I, guess, I just wanted that to kind of maybe be like uh, developed a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Crazy. I, I really liked this movie. I know it's not like I don't, but I really liked this movie. But it I, had I, I a just... lot of potential, or it has a lot. It had a lot of potential. I, I mean, I thought this movie just had so much potential. It just, I think it just kind of like was a letdown in a lot of regards for me. Like, there was so much more you could do with it. And like, yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's a line, like a human encoding. So they kind of like admitting, like, admitting, like, yes, we did it, but it wasn't our fault kind of thing, um, which is interesting. But yeah, they don't expand upon that. That'd be very interesting to kind of like dive into like more of that history, like getting to this point. Like, I like, yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. That's the best way to put it because I, I, because I like, I still have quite, and I think like some movies leave you with questions and you're like, Oh, like I'll just continue to ponder that myself. Like it's just a fun thing to maybe discuss with people. And then some movies just leave you with questions where you're like, I, I actually kind of needed that to be answered so that I can mm-hmm. like, you know, understand this or that. So yeah, yeah, that was one of them out there. And the other thing was, you mentioned it before. Basically, it was revealed that they copied the version of Maya and Joshua's unborn child, which is ultimately what Alfie became. But tell me how you, like, what you felt about this. To me, at least, it didn't seem like their relationship, like, Alfie and Joshua's relationship changed, even though, to him, that should have been like, dude, this is what you're, like, this is your kid. Like, yeah. is that kind of... The yeah, he seemed like he didn't, like, he, oh. he seemed like he didn't, like, put two and two together. Like he like heard that and was just like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I lost my kid. I lost the kid. Like, yep. He just kind of like kept on going. Like it didn't seem to change him as a character. His relationship towards Alfie didn't seem to like strengthen. It seemed that he was already kind of attached to Alfie before that moment. And like that his like bond with her didn't dramatically uh, change at all. Like he still kind of like, cared about Alfie. He was still hell bent on finding Maya regardless. Um and yeah. yeah, it's it was yeah. It was just kind of like a yep. Everybody thought that I mean I my my initial thought when I met Alfie was like, oh that's his kid, I bet. I bet. And I was right. It was just like, you know, it was yeah, kind of like the worry. payoff moment. Um <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> Woo um <laughs> You got another 15 minutes of movie to watch. Uh, I was gonna say though, <laughs> okay, so super random, but like another scene questions because, like we said, this man was flip flopping sides. Allison Jane was like, oh, we need to bring him in. And she had this kind of like henchman goon guy who was just like risking life and limb for her. And so there's a scene on a bridge where basically the simulants are fighting back against the army, even though the army's like on this freaking blitzkrieg. And so, um, Alfie stops this like self-exploding kind of bomb-like robot thing, and then this man, and then Alice Jane's like, "Go get the, the child." So this dude starts walking out, and this man Joshua was running up to basically try and stop him. And it's already been established that they don't trust Joshua anymore, and they need to bring him in. And then it's like the dude forgets it, and it was like, "Yeah, didn't doing? they like, say Taylor like literally up? before that moment they're like, let's go hunt down a traitor or something like that?" Yes. Yes! 
And then he tells him, like, back up from the exploding thing. I'm like, isn't that the whole point? Also, why don't you just blow up the kid? Like, Yeah, they all... gave him, like, way too much room to, like, breathe. Like, didn't they, like, after they're at, like, that temple later on that they're, like, like, uh, uh, Joshua, Sergeant Joshua, like, you did it. You did it. You took down Nirmana. You, you got the weapon. <laughs> Good job. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. bro. You're a hero. I was like, you're a what? hero. I'm like, bro. And, like, he was just like, oh, okay. Like, not thinking yeah, that, A, it could potentially be a trap. And in my head, I'm like, aren't you guys well aware that he is, like, not on your side right now? <laughs> like, And then, like, why are you so stupid? He's just like, oh, sure. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Thank, thank you. I'll come much. with you now. It's, bro. And then they let him they walk have. around at the base when they're like, what should we do with Alfie? And he's just, like, walking free. I'm like, didn't yeah. what? He was just literally <laughs> He literally killed you know, that guy. He killed the, the, the henchman for Alice and Janney's character. Like he just nope. killed him. Like every I, 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 I thought they were gonna like arrest him, like no questions asked. Then they were like, Oh yeah, you get to go and kill her because for some reason we don't want it to hurt her, even though we say that robots can't feel things. Like what Yeah. What what, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> The exactly. I, was, I was super confused there. I was like, the I was like I'm so invested. Oh I love this, God. but what is going on? <laughs> the end. It just—it was so, so silly. And then they're like, oh, "Wait, no! Of course he would turn on us. He's already betrayed us like five times. I can't believe I didn't see that coming." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, these people, dude!" I was like, "These, these are the minds running our country." Gosh darn! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also, no like, wonder they can't win this war. Lie. Exactly, exactly. I was like, it's not that hard. Like, they were trying to get the passengers on that ship to, like, <laughs> get off before trying to, I guess, bring them in again. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I mean, that was, like, 100 people on there, but couldn't you have just blown it up and kind of just, like, finished all of that? Like, they could have done so many things so many times. It was just, uh, uh I didn't understand. Yeah. And the last, like, little piece of criticism I have is, like, for that ending. <laughs> is for the ending which is just like basically i mean ignoring all the action parts because like action movie action but like basically what happens is they take down the nomad right joshua like sacrifices himself to save alfie which is like cool okay heroic you know saving in a way his kid um and but like what I didn't really understand was why there was a copy of Maya up there on that ship, and then like why like she was revived and like they just kind of sh- immediately embraced. Other than the fact that when they last saw each other, he like deeply betrayed her, and I'm like, what I didn't is even happening? think about that. Charlie. Don't do that to me, dude. Okay. <laughs> I have some answers, I think. I hope. I think. Because remember when he thought he saw her, well, he saw her on the train twice? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, basically put her face out there to be... I thought he was just hallucinating that. Like, he was just seeing the image. No, because I think either he confirmed it with Drew or, like... Yeah, because Drew's like, yeah, everybody puts like puts their face out there. It's, like, mm. of the cause. So that was that answer. Other answer was, why did... I mean, other question I have now is, why did he give memories of Maya to Alfie if he was going to see her again. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would help her to be brave. I don't know. And then Homegirl tried to drag like the entire team. I was like, oh, I thought you were just going to put it in and we were going to run. 
like together to be a family and I was wrong. And then there was another thing. Okay. Puts it in her head. He's running. Oh, it seemed like he was like, like blown up pretty quickly when the uh, evacuation pod ejected Alfie. But then he's like walking around yep. and he sees my, he sees uh... my, and I'm not going to lie. Like I did really like that. Cause I was like, okay, at least like they might not be able to say anything, but like, they got some together. closure. To your point, like the last thing she did see was him betraying her. And I know they say like usually the last sense to go is your hearing. So like sometimes people are able to like hear things when they're un- like not unconscious, but not mm-hmm. like in a coma. But still, like she didn't think to like slap him a little bit, yeah, punch him. Yeah, like, we're all like you couldn't figure this one out like in a different way. <laughs> and then also, sorry, last last point, Alfie's powers. We're supposed to grow. She was supposed to be able to do all of that like remotely. I'm like, when she's older, like when she grows up, like yeah. when is later? I feel like <laughs> she's have all her powers now. It made no sense. It made no sense. It made no movie. sense. And like, and that's happily ever after. That's how the movie ends. It's literally roll credits like yeah. two minutes later. And it's absolutely, it's just like, okay, they won the war and Alfie gets out of the pod. Everyone's like cheering that the nomad crash landed in the middle of the freaking oh. desert or whatever. And they're like, we did it. <laughs> and then movie Dude. ends. What a cathartic ending. That's I want every movie to end. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, dude, I, I know I sound like I'm crapping on it. I genuinely enjoyed this like this movie. Like sometimes you don't need to think about all the little things, but like, gosh, dude. Ah, now like just like revising, like going back and like reviewing, man. Goodness. But actually I had a quite like two additional questions for you. Just because I don't know if this is driven by the fact that maybe some characters weren't fully fleshed out. But you said you thought the creator was Maya. Do you, do you, like, after we've talked now, do you truly believe that the movie's title, The Creator, is is basically alluding to her, or is it somebody else? I think it is. So. I mean, I don't know if it's, like, necessarily her. I don't know if she's, like, the person who did the AI, because I still don't really know who Nermata's supposed to be. Like, is he, or, like, the, the title, like, the person Nermata, is he, like, supposed to believe to be the person who created all AI? Like, like they don't really explain who that person is and you're only really supposed to assume that he's like currently like the leader of like the synth army and like creates them and like so it turns out that she's him i guess or like she is nirmana and um and like I so I, I just assumed that I because it's not really explained who it is so I just assumed yes that she is the creator and the the title of this movie but what about you Ooh, okay I thought it was gonna be uh Nimrata, uh but then I was thinking more about it I was like honestly like it could be anybody like maybe the creator is just like a term that everybody's supposed to personally have because this is kind of like driven by everybody's perspective on things it was like oh well we are superior to the simulants or no they're our family and like you can create something real or you can create something artificial but at the end of the day it's kind of like whatever you see it as being so i think it's kind of more of a philosophical uh i guess the creator than like an actual literal one yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's totally good. possible that it, it could be that way. And, uh, I was actually pretty thought. Like, thank yeah. You, thank you. I'm like, I hope they weren't like, no, dude, it was definitely Maya. Like, if you didn't understand that, then we need to go back and revise some things. Yeah. There were no clear. Gareth Edwards is like, no, you idiot. 
It's not what it was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Come on. Silly, silly. Yeah. This is not it. <laughs> um, you literally had the word creator over her unconscious body. <laughs> that wasn't the case, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Palmer, is there anything else you want to add to this, uh, to this movie? I'm genuinely thinking right now. I'm scared I'm just going to open up another can of worms and not have any answers. But like I said, again, I'll, I'll repeat it. I genuinely, I genuinely authentically enjoyed this movie, it was a fun watch for me. John David Washington, you know what? Like, solid performance. I, I think that, unfortunately, like I said, like his, his character wasn't necessarily fully fleshed out, but I did like his ability to emote when he needed to. Um, and I loved, like, there was just little bits and pieces that were just, it could have been gems. So yeah. people, I mean, just watch knowing knowing that. Like, you're probably going to feel it and sometimes, and other times you're going to be like, I don't know if I would have done that. But overall, worth the watch. Yeah, I mean, I think my thoughts and feelings about this movie were pretty expressed. I think it's a big miss on, like, huge potential. Um, it was, like, fun to watch. I think it took, like, honestly, almost, like, a full hour of the movie of a two-hour two movie for me to actually be, like, kind of enjoying myself watching it. Like, I was like, I can't believe I have to watch this movie now for the next, like, hour and a half, 30 minutes in. It was, like, kind of off to a pretty rough start. It was just really just all over the place, and I felt like um, it kind of started narrowing its focus a little bit, but it still had pacing issues. It definitely has pacing issues. The characters aren't really there. The best part about this movie is truly just, like, the visuals and the world that it's set in. It's, like, the most fascinating part, and I said it's a huge shame that we didn't really get to see more of it and i wish this movie just kind of was paced better that it could like kind of explore a lot more of these topics um and a lot of unanswered questions it feels like but overall i think if you really like sci-fi it's not a bad movie to watch um it's not going to be like the highest brow of cinema and it's certainly not the best movie ever made but i think it can be worth a watch if you're really into science fiction definitely definitely i agree Alrighty. well thanks so much for listening everyone this has been the watching on podcast where your host charlie bud and joined with me as always is the wonderful jordan palmer make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts we have new episodes dropping every monday evenings uh next week we're going to talk about white lotus season one i know we're like two years late on this one but you know <laughs> it's gonna be good i think we got a white lotus season Actually, I'm making that up. I have no idea when White Lotus. Season I think we do have White Lotus season three in the works. I, I'm sure it's in the works. Um, but you know, we're gonna revisit that. It just seems like that time of year. I don't know why. Um, wow. but uh, we have a couple of movies for sure coming up this year, like Poor Things. That's on our radar. So be sure you go and check that out. Hit us up on social media. Uh, Palmer, do you want to let them know where you can follow us on social media? I can do that one for you there, bud. You can hit us up on Instagram at What You Got Podcast, which is spelled W H A T C H A, or on Twitter slash X at What You Got Cast, which is spelled the same way. And until next week, y'all have a good one.